We're in the middle of the sugya, and we're going to continue what we left off with yesterday, which was the shiur of Pasa that will require you to bench. So until now, we now know, I hope, a little bit of an idea of what is considered to be Pasa Babakistan. Uh, we include everything that we make a mezonis on, with the exception of pasta and lakshan and things like that, because that's boiled. We're talking about pasta babakistan that is made from flour, baked in an oven with sweet ingredients. Whether it's got pockets, whether it's kneading in the dough, or whether it's crumbling crunchy, all the three we're showing that we've spoken about a few times. That's got a din of a boy name mezonis. And the reason for that is because no one's got a suda on it. So now the problem is, okay, very, very good. What happens if I am Kaveh Sudu on it? What happens if I have enough Pasabob Bekistan, I have enough chocolate cake, rogalok, pretzels, crackers, all of these things to be Kaveh Suda? What do I do now? So here's really the Shaila. Okay, and that's where it gets a little bit complicated. Again, Rabbi Sai, we are learning a complicated sugya. It's not as simple halacha. Obviously, I'm trying to get it as simple as we can, surface level. We can go on for days and days on every single one of these shurim that we're speaking about every day. We can give another three shurim on each year. However, we're just trying to get through the idea to understand it as we basically can, but know that it is complicated and you have to listen and hold cop. So basically, like this. This is our shayla. Our shayla is what is considered to be a kaveh suda because lemaisa, the Shulchan Aruch says very, very clearly, and this is clear from Shulchan Aruch. So this is even if you eat. Yesterday we discussed mezonis rolls. We still have to discuss pizza, by the way. Maybe tomorrow we'll discuss pizza. We'll see. But mezonis rolls, we said there's a, what to be soymechon for sure. Kun the post game, hundred percent that there is mezonis rolls that you can make mezonis on cake, pretzels, crackers. We all know we make mezonis on that. But everyone agrees, and this is the Kulei Alma across the board. Whether you hold of the Shulchan Aruch, the Hale Gamaran, or you hold of the Ramah, Mr. Bura, and everybody else, if you eat the amount that you kaveh suda, then you have to wash and bench according to everyone. So if you eat enough pretzels and enough crackers and enough chocolate cake, rogalach, all barekas, all of these things, so according to everyone, you will have to be kaveh suda and you'll have to wash hamoitzi and bench afterwards. No, no shallow about it. What is considered to be Kaveh Suda? So the simple Shulchan Aruch is, is the amount that everyone and you are Kaveh Suda. Meaning, it's enough of amount that people eat for breakfast or lunch or supper, and that is what you're eating. If you eat that amount, that's considered to be Kaveh Suda, because everyone's Kaveh Suda, and everyone's full from that amount, that's for sure okay. Huh? Why don't we wash our lunch? What do you mean? Yesterday with the bread. Okay, so one second. We're going to get that, one by one. Okay, so right, is that clear? Shimon, are you with me? That should be clear. Yeah, you convey a suit up. Oh, 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 very good, very good. But so far, so good. Before the questions, we're going to get to that. Lady, are you with me? Ben, school good? Simple, right? If you eat enough pretzels that a normal person would eat that amount to be full, you have to bench, you have to wash. That's Poshan, right? We all knew this, right? Actually, you knew this already, right? Ruvain, you knew this already. This is Poshan, out of base, right? We eat enough pretzels, you have to wash and bench. He doesn't know that. Right, David, yeah? Okay. That's good. Gavaldi, let's move on. Let's move on. Says the Heilige Chovetz Chaim. Says the Heilige Chovetz Chaim, okay? 
He says over here in the beginning, okay, this is Sivkot Nuchov Dalet, by the way, for those people looking up, Semekuf Samaches. Kosvachoinim, okay, I'm reading this inside because this is so important. Dem Ochlo Levadoi, if you eat from the Pasa Baba Kistan by itself, we'll discuss what if you don't. Tzorik Shaoichel Shisha Achem Reginim Misboyim Menu Levadoi, you have to eat enough Pasa Baba Kistan that the most normal people are Kaveya Suda on that amount. Vim Ochlo Imbasadvar Machemim, we'll talk about that if you start with other things. But then the Mishnabura continues. Listen to this. He says, V'kosu kamachoinim. V'huadim kam choshu b'zeh shik v'yasuda. Avo kamachoinim v'agroh mekronim cholkim v'sfiru de'ein avaruch ha'boitze b'chaz ha'mozah l'ashir suda kavua. Shu'u erev v'boike. In other words, as we'll get to in a moment, the Vilna Goin holds that you can only wash and bench if you have enough hasav of a kisten that most people are kiveh their breakfast, lunch, and supper on that. K'mosh kosu b'zeh suda b'zeh m'shu b'aleka we'll get to that. V'chein v'atsasi b'eshkol. V'chein v'atsasi I assume everybody here wants to be a lechatchel yid, and we live a lechatchel life, and we want a lechatchel place in Olam Haba, right, Eli? We want a place in Olam Haba, so we have to do what this says. What does it say? Toy v'lochoy shadas machmimim shaloi leecho arba beitzim. Don't eat arba beitzim of pasabob kislin, because then you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems with benching. So, in other words, we've got two levels. We've got the level of possible because and that you're eating enough chocolate cake, regular crackers, pretzels, that everyone would be stuffed from that. That, rather, everyone holds you have to wash. That's posh it. Then the level beyond that is Dalad Beitzim, that you should not, according to the Heilige Chovetz Chaim, eat Dalad Beitzim of Pas Habarbakistin. Rabbi Sai, let me ask you the question. How many Cheerios is, is Dalit Beitzim? And in order to know, when you count your cereal, how many Cheerios you're allowed to have in your bowl before you have to bench? No? 37. How many is it? About 37 and a half. 37 and a half. You made a calculation about that? Okay, so I, I made a slightly different calculation. Let me see if mine matches up to yours. Okay, so there's a Morgan Avram in Simon Reish Yud Sikotan base. When the Morgan Avram says, How do you evaluate, before we even get to Beitzim, how do you evaluate an egg? How do you evaluate a Beitzim, right? So the, the Morgan Avram in Reish Yud Sikotan base, Mishabur Tofpi Vav, also in the beginning of Sikotan Aleph, says that you always go with a Beitzim Bainini, a middle sized, medium egg. Right? That's what the Bogan Avram says. Reb Moshe Zatzal wrote that he said that since in America there are five grades. Is this true nowadays as well? There are five grades of eggs. So Reb Moshe said the middle size is considered to be Bainanis. So therefore, um, I think they call that large maybe. It's the middle size. And therefore that's considered to be a Beitze Bainanis. Now will that help you, Shimon, to make your calculation? Take a medium sized egg in America and use that one to calculate how many Cheerios, pretzels or crackers, you have to be careful not to eat in order to get a Shiloh or benching. So I've done my research. In the Natural Egg Board of America, of the United States of America, the average large egg, according, including the shell, will displace 1.87 fluid ounces, which is 55 cubic centimeters. That is considered to be one beitza, okay? Which means four of those don't eat. How much is that? So, Rabbi, I made a bit of a calculation for the oilam. Okay, I did some scientific uh, experiments at home just to see what, you know, to give you some examples, okay? Um, so, basically, four rogalach. Four normal size, not the little mini ones, the regular normal size when you go into a bakery and get a roller. 
Four of those is Dalad Beitzim. That means according to the Heidegger Chobetz Chaim, eat more of that. You have a Sophic if you have to bench. Okay? Next, Rabbi Sai. A cupcake, a regular size. Rabbi Sai, let me get. Yeah. Let's get, let's get back here. Let's get all the examples. We've got a lot to do today. Two regular, normal size cupcakes. Regular, normal cupcakes. It's considered to be Dalad Beitzim. That means if you eat more than that, you have a Sophic, a Birchas Hamazim. Remember, Birchas Hamazim is a Shalav Adaraisa. So therefore, you've got to be careful. The Mishabur says, Lechatchila, don't eat more than that. You've got to be careful. Uh, the, those little biscuits that people dip into the tea. What do they call them? They're like a rectangle one with like the little ridges at the end. They sell them here. No, no not lotus ones. What? They're called tea biscuits officially? They sell them in the packets of these long things. Okay, okay very good. How many of those are by side? 24 of those is Dalad Beitzim. 24 of those. Fair enough. 24 of those. Gotta be careful. Next up by side. Um, oh, um, Oreo cookies. Ah, uh, uh, no, not the double stuffing, the regular ones, normal. Okay, um, twenty of those is Dalit Beitzim. Be careful not to have more than twenty. Twenty Oreo cookies, huh? And when you crush it down, it comes the same. That's how it is. Cheerios, Rabbi said Cheerios. We made it. We made exact calculation of Cheerios. Four hundred and eighty Cheerios is Dalit Beitzim, and therefore do not have more than four hundred eighty Cheerios in your cereal. <laughs> Pretzels. Pretzels, they say that there's a, the Rashiva of the Mir, Ibn Svizatzal, would never let any Chabur in the Mir learn Hilchas Brochus. It's because the owner would be hacking different Chaylokim, different Oreo cookies, and different. How do you make your challenge? You make it Azoi with barley, without barley, how much barley? The owner would be hacking Azoi. So that's what someone told me in the Mir, Rash Kol in the Mir once told me that the Rashiva of Nosson Svizatzal never allowed them to learn Brochus because otherwise the owner could just, you know, that's how it is. Obelamaisa, it's very exciting and it's very, very Nagaya. Now, when it comes to pretzels, Rabbi Sai, Small packet of pretzels, Leibi. Leibi Yitzhak for the Yotzat, right? The little pretzels that you serve, right? So it's very Nagaya, right? You know how pretzels go. Just keep on going. You know, you start, you just keep on going. You don't even notice that. While you're learning the Toysos Avada, right? While you're going with them, you know, just munching on pretzels. No. How many? The small little, regular, normal, average size pretzels. 96. 96 of those is Dalad Beitzim. You have more of that, you have to suffix benching. Okay? Yeah, I, I will take questions after because there's a lot to do today. Rabbi Sai, I'll just give you a few examples. But what this means is, according to the Heidegger Chavetz Chaim, if you have more than that, you have a Sophic Birchas Hamozen, which is a Daraisa. Okay? Which means, try not to have more than that amount. Now, the problem is, and this is a big problem, Shemin asked this question before, people on the way to Kailal, you grab a couple of Danishes with a coffee, and off you go. That's how it goes. How can they don't bench? So you could say, maybe the Amaratsim, I don't know, maybe they just don't know. But it's hard to say that no one knows the halacha. So what's pshat that they don't wash, they don't bench, they're not even choshish for this halacha. Where does it come from? So I want to give the oilam, because it's always good to me, we don't want to come over here and say, Kali Sol are doing something wrong, Kali Sol are generally doing the right thing. There's a limutzchos, what's the limutzchos? And this is Takadim, a that hold, you can be more makele than everything we've been saying until now. And that is the Vilna 
Goin himself that the Mishnah Bura is quoting. The Vilna Goin holds, which Be'ikah the Chovetz Chaim says we paskin like, holds there's no such thing as Gimel or Dalad Beitzim. There's no such thing. Rather, Zugda Heilige Vilna Goin, it depends on the Sheikh Koveya Suda. That means, if you're having the amount of Passover, we're not discussing challah or bread. We're talking about chocolate cake, we're talking about rogalak, we're talking about ori cookies and pretzels and crackers. They're having things that are Passover, but Kistin. According to Vilna Goin, it's not Tolin Gimel Dalad Beitzim. It's Tolin how much you and the Velt eat to be Koveya Suda. As long as you do not eat that Sheh, then you don't have to bench. And you have no Shaila whatsoever. So it's interesting. Lemaisa that um, nowadays Rav Yashiv and Rav Zalman said that Bismanenu the Shea went down and therefore they want to tie it even according to the Vilna Goin Rav Yashiv and Rav Zalman both said that it's called Dalad Beitzim that is the Shea of Kaviyah Suda the minute they hold it it's not, not really much of a heta but there are those that hold that it will work because you have to have Kaviyah Suda the amount of pretzels crackers whatever that people would actually eat as lunch and it would be full and that would be good enough that's Limus Kus number one we'll do questions after we got so much to get to. Head to number two. Limus course number two is the Heilige Oruch HaShulchan. And the Oruch HaShulchan, I looked for this Oruch HaShulchan for a long time because I met a Yid. I met a Yid who does aeroplane meals. And he does aeroplane meals and he puts in there a little Mazonis roll. And it's always the Shaila, right? Right? You open up the, you, well, after you manage to open up the kosher meal and you finally get to your roll over there and it says Mazonos. So I said to him, excuse me, Choshve El Chayid. Mamash, I'm very Choshve. He finished just before he got married. And I said to him, I said, excuse me, Reb Yid, I don't understand. How can you give up a psak that it's a Mazonis over there when you're eating a Gansa Suda? Right? Eating a Gansa Suda. So how, how can you say it's Mazonis? What's Pshat? You'll be Kaveh Suda. That is your Suda right now. What else are you eating? Say it all. Unless you went to Essen before and you got one of those sandwiches. Just say there. You know how it goes. <laughs> you know how it goes. But if you didn't manage to do that, right? Or Dixie's, whatever. Say it up. You, get, you, you have to eat the plain meal. Ruben, right? Okay. I'm making a video. It's got a few more weeks, what I say. A few more weeks. Don't worry. Maybe it's got a few more weeks to go there. Say it up. I could put him. So he told me a Gavaldi and he said to me a heter that Rapadva in England, Zatzal Paskinaik, which I never understood until I stood the and he says, You're not being Kaveh on a plane. There's no such thing as Kaveh Sud on a plane. What does that mean? What does that mean? I remember hearing many times from my Meshkech, Rabdech, he said that an aeroplane is not the Pshat that it needs to get you somewhere. Avadu also does. But you need to look at an aeroplane as a Zman Bifnei Atzmoy. It's a time, for example, if Shaimik Zasal used to finish Mesach Tasnida every single time he went to America, right? He used it as a mockum. It's a time that you could do so much, right? It's like, I, I save certain things for the aeroplane. The only time I get is for certain things. It's the worst thing in the world when I meet someone on the plane. It's like, oh, I know who you are. I'm like, no, no, no. I put on my headphones. I'm like, nobody has to know who I am. Nobody see me. No one hear me. I can't. I, I don't have any music going on. Here. I just put headphones on blank. This week, there's a guy who, no, there's a guy who, like, he's, he was sitting next to me. Oh, you know. Saying this on camera. No, he waits. He was like waiting for me to take it off. Like, let's wait. The whole plane, I just kept it on. I don't care if there's anything playing or not. Just like, don't talk to me. This is my time. Anyway, so what's Pshat? You're not Kaveh Sud on a plane. What does that mean? Why are you not Kaveh Sud on a plane? So I. Su- ah! Zog, Lady Yitzchak, Machavit, the Heilige Orch Shulchan. The Hoshulchan is the Gavaldi Kula. He says, Zog, the Heilige Orch Shulchan, Kaveh Suda is when you're sitting at a table. With your jacket on, like a men's does, you sit there like, like, like we mentioned when they asked Rabbi Yashu what brach he make on, on schnitzel, he didn't understand the shaila. 
What Brochi making a schnitzel, nobody just eats a schnitzel. Nobody just goes into the yeshiva kitchen and just grabs a schnitzel as it's from and out freshly fried and says, I'm just going to eat a schnitzel. You sit down with a plate, with a fork, like a knife, like a normal yid, and you sit down and you eat. Nobody just grabs a schnitzel, you wash it beforehand, whatever it is. Suda means you're Kaveya. Kaveya means sitting at the table. You're on an airplane, you're not being Kaveya Suda. Right, the Roshikun doesn't say the airplane. But that's how Rapadva Zatzal took it. And that's a Gavaldiga Limutzchus. When you're taking that Danish and you're eating it in the car, in the way to whatever, you know. I remember I, remember I was once in, uh, not once, a few times, but one time when I was in LA. And I think it was, I met, um, I was in the car and I was, you know, running from place to place. And I saw a very Choshviyid, Rab Ari Ben Shushan. And uh, he saw me as I was driving down and put down the car. Oh, how are you doing? How's everything? He looked at the car. He says to me, I remember that. You drive, you've got the Danish next to you, you've got the coffee, you're running to the next appointment, whatever it is, you're running from place to place. I remember those days. So you're running from place to place, you're not being Kaveh Suda. So according to that, even if you're eating Dalal Beitzim, there's a Kubi, there's a Heta for a person that's not being Kaveh Suda in that case, and therefore, that will be one of the heter, and that will be the heter on the plane. Now, if I say one last thing, okay, it looks like we have to continue this also tomorrow, there's so much, and that is, what? Theoretically, yeah, that would be a heter. Now, Rabbi Sai, next Shiloh, which we'll see if we get to today, maybe we'll do it tomorrow, are Passabob Akistin mitzarif with other things. So, for example, if I eat crackers, not plain, I put tuna on it, I put whatever egg salad, I put whatever liver or herring, whatever you put on it, are the other things you eat mitzarif to the Passabob Akistin, which basically means if on the plain I have a small little mazonis roll, it's not going to fill me up. That's not Dalit Beitzim. Yeah, but you're also eating everything else they have as well. You go to a Kiddush and you have three or four crackers, but you also eat potato kegel, lakshan kegel, kenai nahara, right? You eat the gantzazach, whatever they serve over there. So therefore, you're after the Kiddush, kenai nahara, you're stuffed. You're stuffed, but I only have three crackers. But the shaila is, is everything else you're eating going to be mitzaref to kaviyah suda? We'll discuss the mitzvah tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.